Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 18, 2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is right in the middle of the brawl at Grievous Bodily Harm Stadium in Geelong. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, mate, I am lucky to be here today. Uh, Mikey, I just, you know, just you, 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 your life flashes before your eyes. <laughs> Is what happened. So uh, I was down at Geelong yesterday. I was uh, on the kick for Channel 7 again. Pre-game? To, yeah, do the pre-game with, uh, with uh, Richo and, and Das and Sam Lane and James Brayshaw. Um, um, so was he involved in the fight? He was not involved in the fight. They went, they commentated. We finished the show. They commentated. I thought, I'll go down. You know what? I've never been to Cadinia Park before. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's not uncommon for people to have not gone to Cadinia Park. Well, I guess because when you're growing up, or even now, it's just such a pro Geelong ground. I can't, Im- I can't imagine how you get a ticket to get in there. That's a good like, question. Like I wouldn't have even thought about it. I mean, I, I think I went there in '85. I think it was the first and only time I've been there. And okay. I don't think Hawthorne would have played at Geelong for a good decade or longer. Therefore, no reason for me to go down there. Well, I, I guess that's the other thing too. Like in this current day. Most of the bigger teams play tend to play at the MCG. Although yep. you know it was Melbourne versus Geelong last night. So anyway, uh, we finished the show, and I think you know what? I'll go down and I'll um, I'll suss out what the what the atmosphere is like. I'll be a Geelong supporter for the night. Yep. And just and and live like a local, right? So I was standing there, and there are a few Melbourne. Uh, so standing room only, which it's very rare that you find that at grounds these days. I was actually night. surprised they still had the standing room. Yeah, the, like the tiered standing yeah. as well. So there are a couple of a uh, couple of Melbourne supporters, a group of Melbourne supporters in front of us, and I was, I was just giving them shit during the night, you know, just you know, fun stuff. I was like, oh, mate, your RM Williams are fake, and you know, <laughs> they'd turn around and be like, all right, all right, dickhead, and then I was like, your chinos are not the right shade of tan, perfect, and they'd be like, all right, they're like, all right, mate, you, you're getting in, it's a bit close to the bone here, really, really, see. really getting in their shoebox. Well, yeah, it was starting to get into their uh, into their uh, six burner uh, marble benched kitchen, <laughs> and then the last one, the last thing I said, um, I just went, "Your property folio is going to suffer because of lack of international investments forced out by interest only loans in an overpriced market." Oh, and mate, they, that's too mate, far. That's too oh, far. Fuck, they took the bait. <laughs> like one guy, he as he was he was taking starting to slip his leather gloves off, and I was like, "We're fucking on here." Mm. And then one guy took his like his Sherlock Holmes tartan cap off yep. and like threw it at me. Yeah, and I was sure. like, oh, it's fucking on. Yep. Someone said, hold my gold Amex card. Yeah, yeah. That, that was unbelievable. When I, if you've ever been hit in the head with a Bentley key ring. <laughs> it really stinks. Fuck, you, know you're, you fucking know you're alive. I tell you what. <laughs> and then this guy's chauffeur's just fucking come from behind. He's coward punched me. Um, it was pretty, uh, it wasn't too crazy blue. 
got a bit of coverage, but it wasn't too crazy. Obviously not great. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I disagree. I think it was great. No. I think uh, it was the end of a very tight game. Yeah. Melbourne were five goals up, and I reckon those guys would have been pretty confident in the Geelong stands. And then a little bit of a thing kicked off. It wasn't much. Like, I reckon what went down at the uh, at the Medallion Club a few weeks ago was much better, oh, yeah. much more fun. That was that was brutal, down at the Medallion Club. Yeah. So and that then was the, like a proper the reaction that was, that was that guy screaming. That was, yeah, that was furniture. Yeah. I tell you what, and that's the issue with the standing room. There's nothing to grab. Nothing to throw. You're, right, you're on your own. I mean, you can <laughs> you can pick up like a, an old uh, hamburger packet. You can throw that at someone. You yeah, might sure. be there's no, there's nothing with weight in it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I reckon. Uh, do you reckon they're taking cans back to the uh, thing? Oh, do you reckon that's mid strength or something like that? Do you reckon they've got cans? Like, do you think still that they've, you know, because it is kind of a country rural ground? Yeah. That they're running with cans. I, I still reckon they'll be in the plastic cups because of issues like that. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, so tell me, you were on the kick again, and you told me that you are uh, headed into the ground with Lingy, the mayor of Geelong. Yeah. So so I arrived there. I uh, parked my car. I was getting my uh, uh, jacket and uh, shirt out of the back of the car, and I look across, and it's like, yeah, it's Lingy. And I was like, oh, hey, Lingy, how you going? And so I said, oh, do you know where to go? Because I've never been to Catania Park before. And I said, I've, I've like never been here, not just for the kick. I've just never been down here. And he's like, oh, come with me. And so we start walking through. And I yeah, I forgot who I was with. Mate, this this is fucking royalty. Really? Oh, people just walking past, just calling out to him, getting stuff signed. Like it took us an extra, you know, 10, 12 minutes to – and it wasn't far at all. We parked basically outside the the doors that we had to move into. Yep. And people just coming up to Lingy, just, you know, can you sign this? Can we get a photo with you? You know, we miss you, Lingy. Good on you, Lingy. Were there any people? Love junk time. <laughs> I I signed a few jumpers myself. <laughs> Handed out a few stubby yeah. holders? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty popular down there. <laughs> well, Titanic. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool going in there. And, you know, it, it was an amazing game of football. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, John came back at the end two-point win, uh, which is kind of – Helped out a great deal their final chances. Jeez, uh, yeah, it would have been made, made it tough for themselves if they lost that one. And then also Melbourne kind of teetering as well, Adam. Are Melbourne the softest side inside the eight at the moment? Like, do you, if you were playing Melbourne come September, if they make it, I yep. mean, they're, they're only in, uh, you know, they're not, they're in on percentage at the moment, yep. you know, along with uh, Hawthorne and the Cats on 40. Are you worried if you get Melbourne and you say four goals down going into the last quarter? You still think you can take those motherfuckers, don't you? You probably can also by the fact that very few of them would actually played finals. So that, that finals atmosphere, Adam. So do you think the only people that would stand up would be Bernie Vince and Jordan Lewis off the halfback flank? But what's Jordan ever played in? Well, see, no. The, and Okay, so Jordan Lewis, the person, has played in uh, four four premierships. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a losing grand final. But Jordan Lewis's hair. <laughs> it's fresh to, that's, the, fresh that's, to September. Yeah, that, that could win the rising star. That's never seen <laughs> That's never seen the big pressure under September. How will that hold up? Maybe that'll that'll fall out. Maybe that'll go to bits. We've never seen Jordan Lewis's uh, hair under pressure. That's funny, yeah. What if the hair gets dragged <laughs> five minutes into the second term? <laughs> what if it comes off and Jordan's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I feel naked. 100,000 people are under me. <laughs> they thought, a lot of people here thought that it got darker and grew back thicker. And now... I've been exposed. Hey, there was a little bit of chatter. Did you see the actual footage of uh, Danger talking to Bernie Vince after the game? Were they having a bit of a laugh? 
they were. It was, it was pretty soon after, you know, there were there were shots of uh, really disappointed Melbourne players, you know, on the ground, on their haunches, if you will, uh, shattered, shattered at the loss. They, they were 29 points up and yeah. they lost it. And then they cut to uh, Bernie Vince and Patrick Dangerfield having a chat and sharing a laugh, mate. Not on. not on, Adam. Not on. It's not. It's not on. It's not on. You know what? Even though they've been, they were mates for ten years at Adelaide. Uh-huh. Bernie Vince should have gone up to Danger and just gone, "You rat fucking dog." They should have carried on like they carried on in the crowd right afterwards. Straight into him. Bernie Vince lays a really weird kick into his back. They stumble about a bit. Everyone kind of screams. Nothing really happens. Someone throws something, and that's the end of it. That's yeah. what should happen. Between Some us. security guard comes along, and you think to yourself, "He's not going to make this situation any better." At all. <laughs> what it was? What was it? One security guard with about eight blokes. It was one guy who looked about seventy-five years old, and he kind of yeah. came in. It was like I, I was like, "Okay, you're not helping. B, you're going to get hurt." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all he, the only thing he had that he was uh, capable of doing was just being highly visible. I mean, the other thing about Danger and Bernie, Danger put out a tweet saying that they had a chat and they talked about family. See, in my book, Bernie should have been getting into his kid. Oh, you think? Yeah, definitely should have been getting into each other's kids. Just being like, you know, your family's, your family's shit, my family's better. Has, has Danger had his kid yet? I believe so. Pretty certain. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I just thought we hadn't uh, maybe hadn't heard about it because he, we haven't uh, seen any articles saying would he play the game or would he go no. to the birth? I think he might have been during the off season. I'm pretty certain he has had a child. Oh, uh, see, that's a that's a professional footballer, isn't it? Who times uh, their love making? Big week for babies because um, Gary Ablett's uh, partner is going to have a baby, and they they put out the the, the Instagram post because uh, yeah, only announce these things on Instagram, of course, and and so it was uh, three. Football jumpers, one saying, uh, was it Ablett, Ablett Jr., and then just a, a question mark on the last jumper, on the little baby jumper. It was very cute with three pairs of boots underneath. Well, I suppose one of the novelties of father and son, too, in terms of like uh, people kind of start talking about, you know, like all the all the people are like, oh, gee, I can't wait to get the father-son to a club. Yeah. Like, uh, how many son fans do you reckon out there are doing that? Because he would have qualified for them, surely. He's definitely, no, he has qualified. He is, uh, that, that child is... Is very much available to knock back the overtures of the Gold Coast, of what was the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so when the when the Hobart Suns come a t- come a calling, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's going to be like, son. yeah, he'll be like, oh, I'll only go down there if there's a good marketing deal. Yeah, and they'll say <laughs> we'll give you Tasmania. <laughs> And he'll say, yeah, yeah, okay, oh, I'll do that. And then he'll go down to Hobart for like three or four years and go, well, this is fucked. Well, he can go back to Geelong. Well, he got knocked back. Ablett got knocked back for a third-party deal. He had a Frank Costa in a property, former president, had a, had a property uh, a deal that he wanted Gary Ablett to be under to sponsor. And the AFL said, no, my friend, that's not going to work. Now, you tell me, okay, now, I, you know I'm a fan of Gary Ablett, and it was, it was orchestrated by Liam Pickering, all right? So you tell me... <laughs> How the AFL could find it in their way to knock this back? How okay? could they find fault in this deal? Yeah, all right. So what it is? It's former Geelong president Frank Costa. Okay, he's got nothing to do with the club anymore. No, and he runs a property business. Okay, and he wanted Gary Ablett to act as an ambassador for the property business, and he'd pay, be paid less than a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Maybe a little bit on the side, cash, if he made some appearances, that kind of thing. But he was an ambassador. You know when you're driving uh, past uh, a new a new building being built and it's got like um, 
So oh, yeah, got a celebrity on the front of it, yeah. Yeah, it's got Manu from MKR on the front. You're like, fuck, I wasn't going to live there, but if Manu says it's a good place to live. Dude, there was one across the road from me a few years ago where I lived in Melbourne, and um, uh, there was a property development, and it had uh, Peter Russell Clark was the front, the front of it. Do you remember Peter Russell Clark? Yeah, well, I remember Peter yeah, yeah. Russell Clark. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone so, fucking driving past remember Peter Russell Clark? He was like a TV chef back in the 80s, I suppose. 80s, yeah. Yeah, come and get it with Peter. G'day, Russell. G'day, Clark. He was the face of Coon Cheese. That's right, yeah. So he was the TV so, chef. Who's well, probably... obviously, do you reckon uh, the, the Coon money's run out? Well, I wonder. I wonder. I mean, if we get the vibe of us celebrity chefs, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not very good on the purse strings. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should be because they're underpaying all their stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, yeah, so Abbott was going to be the front of that, and the AFL have knocked that back. So Costa said, we'll try again next year. He said, uh, he said the Abbott name is a very powerful tool in the Geelong area. Well, that is true. That is very true. But also, like... What does Gary do exactly? Like, does he get him out to cut the ribbon at a new uh, a building, you know, or a new uh, property or development or some shit? Because I remember Joel Selwood, he was actually doing this for Frank Costa a few years ago. And they said to him, what do you do for your money? I think it might have been Carolyn Wilson on Classified or something like that. They said, oh, yeah. what do you do for the cash? And he said, oh, you know, I go to openings and, and promotional things like that. Uh-huh. So in other words, he was like, I don't know what the fuck I do. Well, actually, it says here Selwood has a third-party deal with Cotton On. You know, so co- does the you know AF- Cotton yeah, On, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Does the yeah. AFL have to tick off on... That's, that's where I get all my, all my finest gear. Yeah. Um, does the AFL have to tick off on everything like that? They would have had to, I suppose, yeah, because they do talk about the Juddy one, which is the infamous one, isn't it? I mean, it's, What do you mean infamous? It's a bit rich of you there going fucking they don't do anything when you got fucking Juddy... Fucking, he just has to use the word cardboard every three three months, and he gets two hundred grand. Um, I think you find he was an ambassador. <laughs> there were photos of him at the Vizzy factory, mate. Like I, I don't know how he retired early so he could go back to Vizzy. Sure, yeah, yeah, get back into it. Hey, we're bearing the lead, Adam Hawthorne spank Carlton. You guys have a lot to thank Carlton for today. We got you. You know what? I don't think. Whatever percentage you earn from a Carlton victory should be halved. I don't think you should get the full percent. Like it should be weighted. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Because we got you. Maybe back you get. Maybe you get three points, not four. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, nah. See, one. One point for a Carlton win. Okay. That way, because you're going to beat us twice. If you get us twice, you only get like a draw. Yep. <laughs> so yep. you won by twelve goals. A seventy-two point win. Yep. I think we're up about fifty odd at half time. Now what? All what, right, mates. Where, when did you think of leaving? Because you went. Uh, we hadn't scored at all yep. at quarter time. So my friend and I, I was there with uh, my friend Tim, and we, we laughed about how early we could leave. Then we put a goal on the board at halftime, which is very good. But you guys had only kicked seven. So we were still in it. We were only seven and a bit goals down at that stage. And then we got on a run of like four goals in this third quarter. We won the third quarter. I don't know if you know that. That's going to pay Carlton back in the future. The green shoots, they popped up. Yeah, yeah, no, you did. You got the uh, got four goals, five into the Hawthorns, uh, three, six in the third term. Still, so we're a very good team. Still 30,000 people there, so that's not too bad. Can I just say that most of that were Hawthorne supporters? You fuckers came out for the easy kill. You were like, oh, this is going to be a fun afternoon. <laughs> 
And there were there were thousands of uh, filthy Hawthorne supporters just pouring into the ground as I was waiting outside. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. You were pretty you were pretty pumped to be there. I tell you what though, uh, is it Daniel Howe? Yep. Fucking dog. Uh, is it Cripps that he hit? Yes, it was Cripps. Mate. Yeah, Don't gotcha. Pretend. He hit our best player in the face. And also, it was about fifteen seconds into the game too. It's kind of like it was you, very early. How can you be that a bit a, of niggle. that angry that early in the game? Well, maybe I mean he'd seen Captain Carlton doing some uh, handstand push-ups, and he went. I'm not having a bar of that. Did they have bongo cam or anything like that? Captain Carlton pull out the, the big guns? You know what? They didn't have bongo cam at quarter time. I reckon they went, you know, you know how we've kicked no goals? Let's just let's just play it cool this time around. <laughs> i tell you one thing that's noticeable is after, and I think a lot of teams do this now, is uh, you kick a goal and they play a little thing on the, on the uh, big screen. Yep. Like I think with um, the Tigers, it might be here, the roar or whatever, the, whatever yeah, it sure, is. Yeah, sure, sure. So with Carlton, they've got like... Uh, Navy Nina and Captain Carlton, you know, flying through the sky like superheroes. Gotcha. And when that happened in the uh, in the second, no, the third quarter, you were like, "Fuck, I've not really heard that today." Like it was really <laughs> notice. It was really noticeable how little it had been on. So uh, Carlton are completely and utterly fucked. Our percentage is fifty nine point six. We've been basically almost outscored two to one. Hey, so. What about a priority pick? So now it seems like the AFL, I believe this week, we're talking about giving you guys one, but or they think about it, but you have to ask for it first. I, I'm not sure you do have to ask for it. I think that it was we were misled. And also, what's this bullshit that we're too fucking proud? We're an embarrassment. Like, uh, just t- take it. What? What? If someone said to you, if you're on, you know, you're on the streets and someone, you know, gave you $100 because that's what you get for being on the streets. Uh-huh. And then they go, here's another 50 because you've been on the streets for a year and a half. And you go, I'm too proud, mate. No, mate, not over that. I, I don't need that. Yeah, I, I don't need what that 50 bucks can bring me. You know what? I'll, I'll make the money myself. I've got a little hat here. I've got a little sign that says need money for beer. People laugh at that. They give me extra money. That's funny. Yeah, gotcha. So, yeah, you're on one, one, one win for the year. And also... Oh, are we? Are we? Thanks for pointing that out, dickhead. Also, Super Draft, too. So you can get one and two. Or, did, or does priority mean you get one and one and 19? One and 19. I don't think they do. I think the last team that oh, got okay. that yeah. would have been Melbourne. Yeah, and sure. I reckon they traded that for Dom Tyson and someone else from GWS. And GWS turned that into Josh Kelly. So it doesn't mean as much. It's not like it's, you're going to get one and two. One and 19. It doesn't it's, mean... It's fine, but it's not It's not one and two, is it? It's not, but it allows you to trade trade it away and use it. You yeah, know. okay, gotcha. So you can get a gun young player and you can get a established someone for 19. Well, no, we can get a we can get a gun young player and ruin his life, and then we can get two guys from GWS who haven't really played that much and then bring <laughs> them down here and see that the kneeful is not that great a standard yep. and that there's a reason they couldn't get into the GWS side. Hey, did you watch uh, Sauce on Footy Classified? He cracked it. Mate, he, how fucking hard did Sauce go? It was great. Yeah, it was yeah. a really good watch. Like, as a Carlton supporter, you kind of went, you know what? I, I really like someone defending the club. Yep. But um, it was pretty awkward, wasn't it? Now, did it all come back to the fact that Caro didn't call him? That oh, that, no, that was over the tree, Stephen Trigg uh, sacking from last year, how Carlton let him go and... Uh, Apparently, Sauce was blamed for that. I, I didn't. I don't yeah, remember gotcha, that gotcha. part of the story. So, Cara, I think the idea with Cara was to call him Sauce kind of the power broker. Well, yeah, saying he pulls all the strings down there and he's getting rid know, of people. He's he's really good friends with Lagoudache and uh, sorry Matt LeBlanc and yep. um, 
you know, that he's got too much power down there. Yeah, gotcha. But also, also, one of the weird things that Sos brought up, and I tend to agree with, it, with this, is how many, how many list managers have you ever seen on telly? Yeah, okay. So what's he saying? I don't. I shouldn't be getting the attention that I get. Well, he's like, name any other list managers that are, are trotted out or put under this much, you know, speculation and pressure. Terry, and I, th- Terry I reckon Wallace. he's got a point. <laughs> yeah, but he's a self-acclaimed list manager. Yeah, I think sure. that's different. Um, remember for a while down at North Melbourne, there was that bloke. He was there in the big times, and he was the football manager. Uh, I think he went to Richmond as well. Remember that? You know, big football manager. I can't remember his name now. But he was like the only football manager going around. How long ago? Was that someone, Cameron? Uh, no, it's just during their peak years. Uh, he's one of the marshmallows. But, um, but yeah, it was that, that, that thing again. It was like, he's the only football manager we ever hear about. So what, what does Neil Baum do? Uh, yeah, he's football manager, isn't he? He's footy manager, so he's kind of well-known, I uh, would yeah, say. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he'd be one of them, yeah. And I guess there's a few others that, uh, because we're inside football, like uh, what's um, Tom Harley? He would be... A football manager, would he not? I think he might be, yeah, down at the Swans, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Chief, the Chief did at Hawthorne until about a few years ago. Yeah, okay. Andrew McKay currently is the head of football down at Carlton, but he's about to get the... Uh... And so is Sosa positive? Is there a future? Future, hey? Future. Let me think about a future. No, look, he was saying that we're on the right path. We're two and a half years into a... Uh, seventy-two year rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've we've laid we've laid down the reinforcement. We've got to put concrete over that. Yep. Some fuckheads will stand in the concrete. We'll sure. have to start again, and then we'll uh, disband in about two thousand and thirty-four. Yeah, sure. It was like that thing. I saw a clip today of the uh, Victorian state government bragging about the fact that they're going to be building a train line from the airport to to well to Sunshine to not quite to town, but to Sunshine. And uh, they're making it, you know, this is great, fantastic. And they say, uh, we will begin uh, to build it in 2022. It's like, okay, that's that's a long, <laughs> that's a long way away. <laughs> Jeez, I tell you what, since you've moved up to Rod Carter Studios, you and your fucking, you and your Metro fucking city airport link, fucking up his, <laughs> you're up yourself, mate. I'm all about the infrastructure. Yeah. Hey, uh, Eagles, man. Eagles. So they had a good win today against the Dogs, hundred to forty-six over in Perth. Uh, yep. Would you see the footage of the fucking uh, Eagles guy pushing over the cameraman? So this was last Sunday. No, it would have been Monday night. I believe uh, so. Nick Nat was coming out of Perth Airport on the crutches, getting into the van, and there was one Eagles guy who didn't seem to like the attention they were getting from the cameraman. The cameraman was probably about ten, fifteen meters away. He was. He wasn't in Nick Nat's face. Absolutely, at all. no way, not no, no way whatsoever. And he got very angry about that. Went up there and pushed him over. And it was. It's a bit shit. It was a bit shit that I reckon. Oh, he, he's gone well and truly overboard. Like, they, they weren't in Nick Nat's face. You know what I do love about this, though, is when can I get to use the back door at the airport? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering that, too. Like, how do you get to, how do you get secret access like that? And also, why, <laughs> why was he going out the back door? Well, I guess because they had the waiting car, but surely he could come out to the front of the airport and I, they just pick him up there. I've like, been at Perth Airport. You just walk out the front. Yeah, it's not that most airports. It's pretty easy to to just leave, and you you got to expect that there's going to be cameras. It's a big story. It's a two team town. Yeah, yeah. It's bloody. It's bloody Nick Nat. He's almost as big as the opening of the footbridge. Yep, yep. And he, you know, he's done his fucking need. But I guess, do you think that guy's going? You know what? This guy's had his career ruined for a year. Mm-hmm. G- give him a blank. Give it. Give the guy a fucking spell. 
Yeah, I mean, at the same time, it wasn't like the cameraman was in his face, and it wasn't like a... Uh, I mean, I suppose, heck, even Eddie back in the day was closer to Plugger than than this cameraman mm. was. And then he come over and, you know, put, and he also cameraman walking backwards, got the weight on the shoulder. Like, it's pretty, Can I just it's say, pretty dangerous. As a cameraman, you are at the... And he had no one beside him, but you know when you see him outside the court and they're yeah, like yeah. sort of running backwards there? There's a lot of faith going on there that you're not going to trip over backwards with a fucking... Uh, 10 kilo implement right in your fucking eyeball. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. There's always a dude behind them with a cable or something like that. And also, there there is also some fantastic footage of people coming out of courtrooms and uh, throwing stuff at cameramen. Well, didn't Ricky Nixon recently throw a coffee over a reporter? Like, do they do in the doorstop? Uh, very, very close to where the book launch happened. Oh, okay, at the bakery. Yeah, and uh, he dumped a coffee on the reporter and the cameraman, I, I did I think. not see that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think a coffee I mean, it, is probably it, a good go-to option. Yeah, it was out of character for Ricky to just snap like that. But uh, but I just think, do you reckon Nick Nat was embarrassed? Like, they've got in the car. What happens then? He goes, I reckon you might have gone a bit over. Oh, a bit over the top there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And if someone's doing that on your behalf as such, like, you would find that a bit weird. Yeah. Although, you know what? Someone's flying the flag for you. I would feel a sense of pride within you to go, yeah, good on you, mate. You did that for me. I uh, really appreciate that. If you ever do your knee, I'm going to push over any cameraman nearby. Thank you, mate. I no that, that touches. I mean, even though it's probably you that's caused me the knee injury by <laughs> running me over, but still, but still. So West Coast uh, sitting very comfortably in second, twelve percent behind Richmond. How big a game next weekend? Richmond v Collingwood, one versus three. Dude, that's going to have the 90, ninety thousand. One forty-five Saturday afternoon. Could you ask for a fucking bigger afternoon of footy? That's going to be so awesome. Oh, dude, I can't wait to watch that. It will be good, won't it? Is, is, okay, oh, dude, and then 7.25 that night, the Gold Coast versus Carlton. Oh, my God, it's a huge round. I feel like you're not paying that one as much. Uh, <laughs> I'm picking up something. Is that, and not the Carlton Gold Coast game, question without notice, are we watching a grand final preview? No, we're not. No, we're not. Okay, thanks, mate. Yeah, move on. No, I, I, I suppose at this stage, you look at it, you have to think Richmond, and then also just by the fact if they have two finals at home, Perth, surely. Um, Eagles, sorry. Oh, okay. Surely. You think, they, you think without Nick and Nat, they can still make them make themselves a grand final? Uh, well, we find out, but also those two home finals are going to be so huge on the new ground. Shaped, shaped like the G, my friend. It is shaped, and it's got a footbridge, which is now open. Thank you to everyone who's been uh, keeping us informed. Letting us know. We love, we love the footbridge updates. You know what? We still haven't been informed. If anyone can just give us a phonetic uh, way to say it. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because, uh, you know, we, we don't want to be dis- disrespectful to our footbridges. Does the Adelaide footbridge have a name, or is it just the Adelaide footbridge? Uh, that's a good question, actually. I'd have to find that out. Is it, would it yeah. be Adelaide Oval footbridge? Whew. It's so many uh, permeations, isn't there? Um, what would you call let it? Let me even just look that up now. I've got it here. Could it be the, the, the Torrens footbridge? I mean, what are, are, there, are there things as, as non-locals that we're just the Matani? I mean, obviously, to us, it's the Matani footbridge. Um, let me think. I'm looking at it now. It could be the River Torrens footbridge. Mm. Adelaide Riverbank pedestrian footbridge. I think that might oh, be that's... it. Does that sound right? Well, it sounds a little bit of overkill because I'm going to assume that uh, any footbridge over a river goes from bank to bank. I reckon you can drop the bank. They haven't thought about that one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll move on. Oh, here we go. I'm looking at it here. I think it's River um, River Torrance Footbridge, Riverbank Footbridge. 
They're the two names kind of on on okay. Google Maps. Oh, right. That's where you're looking. Good thinking, mate. Oh, yeah, Adelaide uh, listeners, if you could let us know. Obviously, we know what you guys call it, but uh, we need to know what the official name is. Hey, massive win by the dumb Suns, man. They were five goals down, then turned around about a quarter. I cannot believe Firstly, let's just give uh, credit to Collingwood. They absolutely fucking torched North Melbourne, and they are flying. I think next Saturday is just going to be an absolute cracker. But that was a fantastic win for Tom Lynch's old team. Like, to, 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 to come out there, five goals up at quarter time, the mm-hmm. Swans were. They are just – how do you get a read on that team? Like, what do they do? You know what? The, the Suns had never beaten the um, Swans either. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. Mm. That that is such a massive win for the Gold Coast Suns, and just you just got to wonder about the Swans. They cannot. I mean, the good thing is for the Swans is somehow they still remain in the top four because uh, as we speak, we are uh, recording this while GWS are playing Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide are trailing by ten points a minute into the last quarter. So on the li- oh okay, on the live ladder, Port Adelaide have just gone above Sydney, yeah, and they've got uh, they're both on eleven wins, and. They have exactly the same percentage at the moment. So the Swans have just slipped out to fifth at the live ladder. That will change probably by the end of the game. If the Swans end up fourth, the bonus for them is they play away from home. Which... Oh, okay, which, okay. They don't have to play the SCG. Well, they don't. Like, yeah, gotcha. Because they've been playing so poorly there. Like, they don't lose to the fucking Suns. They don't lose after they go five goals up. They are one of those teams, though, the Swans, where you... Uh, I wouldn't be frightened if they... Uh, had to travel. Like, they seem to be a team that can handle travel travel very well. Yeah, so I think they'd almost be uh, trying to orchestrate a fourth or third finish, or even, you know, if they end up in the bottom part of the eight, try and get themselves down to seventh. You'll see them tanking to get to seventh, and that will be a blight on our game. Just desperate not to play at home. Yeah. Hey, they're looking at crapping down on, um, crapping down, (laughs) looking down at cracking down on um, scalpers, Adam. You worried about this? Oh, I'm very worried. Now, as you and I know, we make a lot of our income from uh, from grand finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a lot of what we call corporate work. So we get <laughs> uh, we get tickets issued to us, and then we re, we uh, on sell them to mm-hmm. a lot of our um, our friends out there in the general public. But the Victoria Police have changed the fine system. So if you get busted scalping this year, so and also it's across all finals. It's not just the grand final anymore. So you and I, we used to fucking gouge the prelim like nothing else because people were desperate to get to that. Absolutely. We sold so many tickets to Giants fans last year. Mate, we made a fucking killing. We made over $1,000. So the fines, and I'm not afraid to get a fine because you saw me, I jaywalked, I didn't get a fine. I am above the law. But <laughs> even, even I'm concerned about this. So the fines range from $806, mm. got that? 806 minimum, to $483,500 depending on the offence. How's that fucking range? <laughs> what have you got to do to get that There's jump? a range of $482,000. <laughs> what have you done? Like, what have you oh, overstepped no idea. the line? I don't know. For one, one ticket, okay, maybe it's 806. And also, that's yeah. a random figure as well. How do they come up with that? <laughs> and then what? What If it's like uh, a grand final ticket and a first semi ticket? Oh, that's 483, <laughs> mate. Oh, what have you done? You've, you've sold them the ticket and, you know, punched them in the face? Like... 480, imagine that, you're a scalper just going, fuck, I've, I've really misread this. I'm I, 480 grand in the hole. I, I have no idea what you have to do to get that, to do that. Let me look at here. Um, last year, oh yeah, because they have resale tickets too, Ticketmaster resale. 
So what's that? So is that if I buy a ticket and then go, oh, I can't, oh, oh what do you know? I instantly can't go to that game. Yeah, well, there's a guy here, a Geelong fan, who purchased two tickets valued at $35 each for $290 mm-hmm. on Ticketmaster Resale. Uh, when it, he and his dad showed up the MCJ Turnstiles for the qualifying final, their passes were rejected. What? Yeah, so they that bought is a not dodgy the place. ticket. That's not how scalpers should work. No, they, are, they bring we poor are, names to the scalping. <laughs> we are honest as the day is long. Yep. But I guess that's the thing now is because it's all digital, you don't know that you've gotten a genuine ticket until you arrive at the barcode. You're right. I have bought a couple of Ticketmaster resale tickets online in my journey, and you do have a little bit of, I don't really know where this has come from. I think you can only kind of go by the fact that it's under the Ticketmaster banner that they kind of seem to have more assurance that they're real tickets. Yeah, if you got knocked back from one of those, fuck, you'd be filthy. Would you imagine you bought a grand final ticket, got... To the ground, yeah, to yeah. the G. You've painted your face up like a fucking moron. Yeah. You've had a few couple of frosts beforehand couple over of the road on the MC at the uh, you know at the Royal across the road. You stroll over, you fucking cock a hoop. Yeah. There's two thousand people behind you, and you're like, oh, hang on, it's just, and they're like, no, put it under again, mate. Yeah. Go again, and you're like, no, it's just, I, I just, and they're like, no, that's, that's uh, that's fake, mate. It's like that episode of Punky Brewster. Where Punky and her adopted dad Henry, I think, uh, they went to watch the Cubs, I think, in the World Series, and they had a mm-hmm. scalp ticket. So they had the ticket to get into the ground, but they just had the wrong seat. The double, I think. I think some nuns actually had the actual seats. And um, wanna... when were you watching Punky <laughs> Brewster, mate? I think that's a memory from about 1985. Yeah, sure. Hey, Adam, and why did you watch Punky Brewster? Uh, why, does a, why did a young Michael need to watch a show about a young girl? Well, it's a fucking TV show. It was a kid show. I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. here we go. Hey, uh, do you want to take the Herald Sun footy fan survey? Mate, I'm a footy fan, and I know Robbo, so why wouldn't I? Uh, okay, I'll p- pop it open now. So this survey okay. is on the Herald Sun. We'll wrap it up with this. Uh, you can actually win two tickets to the grand final, actually, Adam. <laughs> oh, you know how much I'm going to sell those <laughs> yeah. for. Um, but I find this a bit funny. By the, oh, the twenty-eight questions. Maybe we won't do them all. Okay. They prompt you a little bit. Oh, like, as in uh, like giving you suggestions. Yeah, like they got who's the best player in the AFL? They got Lance Franklin. Okay. They got Danger. Oh. They got Fife. They got Must Dusty. They got Patrick Cripps. They got Rance. They got Kelly. They got Mitchell. They got Gorn. They got Higgins. What if I want to put in Ryan Shawmakers? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a fair point. He had a good game today. Uh, I'll go with. Uh, Max Gorn, thanks. Michael, lock okay. that in. Lock that in. Mm. Best coach in the AFL? It's okay. They give every coach here. Well, not uh, not Bre- they don't have Brendan Bolton, but they give every other coach. Well, that's, that's fucking nasty, isn't it? At the moment, I would say the best coach in the AFL is... Whew, that's a good question. Mm. Let's go with uh, Adam Simpson. Okay. I think he's done a terrific job, and he has that team flying. Oh, no, you know what? Take it back. Chris Fagan. I like what Fags is doing with the Lions. Um, so what about, uh, do you think your club can contend for a premiership in the next four years? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Okay, do you right. think your team can compare? Who is, yes. Contend? Who's the toughest player? Luke Hodge, Selwood, Fife, Zeeble, Viney, Ward, Parker, Ollie Wines. Patrick Cripps. Is he on there? He wasn't there. How many games should each what club play? Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you yeah, mean Patrick Cripps wasn't, Cripps on, wasn't on the list? He's the leading competitive... Uh, he is the competitive beast that they compare all competitive beasts against. 
How the fucking... That's not on the list. I'm sorry. That's why I find it weird how they're prompting you. Oh, I don't like this. I'll put in Ollie Wines for you. How many games should each club? <laughs> how many games should each club play? Uh, Seventy. Seventy. Okay, thirty-four. They do that actually as an option. What time should the grand final be played? Day, twilight. Uh, uh, first half starts in the day. Second half, twilight. Okay, you can put day. So it's like a twilight. Uh, what rule do you find the most frustrating? Um, you got holding the ball, contact below the knees, mm. deliberate out of bounds, fifty meter for protected zone. Oh, below the knees! I'm shouting constantly when I'm at a game. Oh, that was close to below the knees. Uh, People are pretty annoyed with me around though. Uh, do you support the red card send off for violent acts? I do, but only if it. Uh, sees an increase of violent acts. <laughs> so each team can have up to... You know what? Once you get uh, four red cards, you can't get any more. So then it's game on. Which current captain is the best leader in the AFL? Bloody good question. Probably for mine, I'd have to say uh, Jaron Geary. There we go. Jaron, yeah, there we go. Um, really? He's on the list? Yeah, no, he's on, he's on the list. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. Cop okay. captain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, most universally loved player in the AFL. Mm, that's a good question. Probably Warwick Kappa. Warwick Kappa is on the list. <laughs> yeah, <great. laughs> uh, best play-by-play. Answer this one very carefully, my friend, knowing that you've got mm. your connections at seven. You don't want to hurt anyone's feeling. Yeah. No, I'd have to say probably a combination of uh, Bruce McAvaney, Brian Taylor, Luke Darcy, and James Brayshaw for mine. Tick them off. Yep, thank you. Uh, who is the best tactical analyst? Hmm. Mm. Kind of interesting survey. What, what's the AFL want for this stuff? Or they just like to know, mate, they so get, they can talk about it. They're going to go king kingy in the lab or war room, whatever you call it. Oh, no longer a war room, but yeah, I'd, I'd have to tend to agree with that. Right, answer this stuff. one very carefully. Who is the mm. most annoying AFL media personality? And now again, oh, think... they've put up like about five or seven people, mm. and they've chosen them for you. So they're like, we reckon these people are fuckheads. What do you reckon? Yeah. So they got okay. BT, they got Bruce McAvaney, Sam Newman, yeah. Hamish McLaughlin, oh. Dwayne Russell, Craig Hutchison, Basil Zemplis, Dermot Burton. So they've, picked, they've personally picked these people. Yeah. How, how long do you reckon the list was before that? They've gone, oh, no one knows who that guy is. I go, oh, fucking, he's a dickhead. Yeah, well, I mean, basically, people have gone through and just gone, who do we not like? <laughs> Hang on, how is Robbo missing that list? Well, that's a good question. It's Harold's son. You can't <laughs> put Robbo on it. <laughs> yes, they can. They need to be honest. Favourite oh, so, television on, that, program. I'm going to say beep test is that, on this one. Hang on, that's a really that's a really good point. Hold that, hold that. Uh-huh. It's just that the fact that does that mean that they've avoided anyone who works for the Herald Sun in this list? They've got Hutchie on the list. As Hutchie doesn't work for the Herald Sun, does he? Nah. There's no one on the list who works for the Herald Sun. I don't think. Oh, Hamish McLaughlin, does he work for uh, Herald Sun? He does those hunt, Sunday Herald Sun interviews. Uh, in the in-depth interviews. Yeah, he gets to know somebody. He gets to know their backstory, Michael. And I, I, I can't believe that makes you on a list. Okay, TV show. Okay, TV shows. Beep test. Front bar. It's no beep test. It's bullshit. What shows are on there? Uh, shows A4360 on the couch, open mic, mm. footy show, talking footy, footy classified, Sunday footy show, AFL game day, bounce, uh, Mungrook, and front bar. Oh, geez, the front bar's a little bit low. Low on the list. No fucking beep are people going to scroll through that? Talk to about that one. What about Bob? Is Bob on there? No, Bob. No, Bob. Have you ever felt unsafe at the footy? That's a genuine uh, question. Have you ever felt unsafe? I'm going to say, no, I have not. I would believe I've made people feel unsafe. Uh-huh. But I don't believe... Even when I was a kid, 
I don't remember uh, ever feeling... Oh, no, hang on. No, you know what? Once, I reckon I, it was David Cloak's last game for Richmond. So I reckon it was about 1989, 90. Yep. And I was at the MCG and my friend and I snuck in to the Richmond uh, Reserved Members area, which was just next to the uh, MCC members. And we went in there and I, we were supporting Carlton. And an adult turned around to two 15-year-old boys and said... This is the Richmond supporting area, you cunts. Oh. And we went, we might go. Uh, we might leave this section That's and go on. support the Blues somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Who is the sexiest AFL player? Mm. Josh Bruce. Alex Rance. Uh, is Rance there? Rance? Yeah, he's on the list. Yeah. Okay, so run me through them. Josh Bruce. Uh, Josh Bruce, Charlie Kerno, mm. Phil Davis. Slow down. Slow down, mate. I'm thinking of sexy <laughs> players. Yeah, Lance, Charlie Kerno. Lance Franklin, Alex Rance, David Swallow, yep. Easton Wood, uh, Coniglio, and Lockie mm. Weller. So do you reckon they've gone into the office again? Herald Sun, staff, gather around. We've who got all you, the players here. Who do you Let's like? all mark out who's the hottest. Who's the hottest for you? I put Phil Davis. Okay. Actually, I don't really know where these things are going, like this survey. What's it helping? Because the next question is, who's the most glamorous AFL wag? Wait a second. What, you, what is this fucking survey? Yeah, that's a weird. That's a weird survey. Who's on options there? Who's who's up? Alex rates? Pendlebury, Jess Murphy, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Megan Gale, Belinda uh-huh. Sloan. As uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's Anna or Anna Anna Kale, Josh Kennedy's partner. Oh, and, uh, the Colombian and Jess Franklin. Oh well, it's a it's a, it's a it's who's a very, who, obviously. It's a very attractive list, but I'm not really sure where they're descending into this uh, in this survey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, what? I mean, what research are you really finding from that? Well, they just need to know who's who's been perved on the most. If you could change one rule, what would it mm. be? Bring in zones. Uh, starting, six points for a goal. Starting positions. Now, take me through starting positions, Adam, because they seem to be the next big thing. So, from what I can gather, three players from each team need to be within the 50-metre arcs or whatever, um, uh, you know, Area they deem so they have to be back in there whenever there's a stoppage. So if there's a ball up on the wing, each team needs to have three in there, say forward and back fifty. So if that ball gets balled up, they run from the fifty. Yep. They run towards it. The stoppage happens again. If they've got to go back to the fifty, they have to run back. Now, do they get time to do that, or is it just a case of like, sorry, you fucked up, you came out too far? Well, I think they do have to give them time to get back. And that's what everyone's saying. It's going to slow the game down. Because, you know, like uh, when they have really slow boundary throw-ins, the congestion builds up because people get time to get there. This time, if the umpire has to wait for them to run down, and if you're fatigued and your momentum has gone in the last quarter and you go, well, I'm just going to I'm just gonna trot back. Yeah. You go, you can't, you can't really penalise me. I'm, I'm fatigued. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. You've cut rotations down to 10 per quarter. I don't know, man. I reckon leave it alone for a while longer. Well, if you have a look at Melbourne versus Geelong last night, absolutely cracking game. Yep. Nothing needed to change out of that. So the game writes itself. And a lot of the players were saying, you know, you keep cutting down rotations and you're just going to get a lot of tired players sticking around the ball. Yep. yep. Because they can't run. They can't spread. They can't get away. It's just, it's fucking ridiculous, mate. You know? Yeah. Hey, uh, I think we ran out of stories. Might as well wrap it up, Adam. Oh, let's do that, mate. We are Junktime Alpha Pod at Gmo. We're Junktime Alpha Pod on Twitter and Facebook. We're going to hit the road. Go, Hawks! Go, Giants!
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 